welcome to the first episode of Gagi Gadoda. Let's talk. I'm here with Grace White. Well, hello. Let's let's get to talking. Let's get to talking. <laughs> wow. You guys don't even know the experiences <laughs> that we have just had trying to get this podcast going. I feel like we evolved as like humans just now. This whole like moment in time. Um, it's been an hour and twenty. Take 25. Trying to get it going for over, and then this doesn't count for the other day we tried to record. No, that's not even my scratch. Yeah, so here we are. Um, But here we are. Um, we are finally doing a podcast that we talked about doing for months, and I don't know, it's kind of cool that we're actually finally doing it amid global pandemic, amid all these technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, but. I'm so excited to finally get everything going. I mean, we've talked about having a podcast for a long time, and it kind of just stemmed from the conversations that we've had and just really reflecting on what kind of topics that we talk about, and we thought it'd be interesting to allow other people in, and it gives us a time to block for each other, and we'll be covering a lot of topics, kind of just letting the conversation flow yeah have it be as authentic as possible i feel like is the vibe but i suppose we could introduce ourselves all right i'll start so my name's grace i mean you guys might figure that out and i'm a senior now at Bell Fraser university i originally committed to the university of denver my junior year in high school and oh yeah, I went there for two years, and now I'm in my final year here at Belle Fraser University. I'm on the women's basketball team. I'm majoring in psychology with a minor of communication, and it's just pretty crazy wrapping it up into our senior year. I mean, me and Serena started off as freshmen together, and just a little bit about our relationship. Um, well, she's my aunt. She's my mom's sister, mm-hmm. and just. We grew up together literally right next door, down a little path. You could see my house <laughs> and her house. And the, just the journey that we've had and continue to take within this last three, four years of school has been a wild ride. So, yeah, you want to introduce yourself a little? Yeah. Well, adding to that, Grace kind of and Ashley, her older sister, kind of grew up as my sister. So it's we've been through a lot together, I feel like. like too much to even like unravel today but I feel like we've just been through so much it's just it's crazy but yeah I'm Serena and I'm a senior at Bemidji State University which is for those of you that don't know are it is a small state university located in northern Minnesota um I'm in I'm majoring in indigenous studies and minoring in Ojibwe language I'm a McNair scholar, so right now I'm getting ready for graduate school applications. Um, I'll be graduating in May from BSU, so I'm hoping to just continue on my education until I get a PhD, and that's kind of just what I'll be doing for the next five to six years, so it sounds like a really fun time to be in school for another six years. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> sounds great. It's, it's crazy to hear you talk about it, like, just listening to you get into your fourth year of school and you're about to graduate coming from 
where we both were four years ago, where you were, um, your mindset, how much you've changed, and just devoting yourself to learn the language and find out who you are as an indigenous person has been so crazy to sit back and watch and be able to come to you about, you know, my language questions and just the history of our native people. And yeah. I just have to tell the audience, I'm so proud and hands off. It's not an easy thing to do. You love me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no, it's been really cool. I feel like there's so much of myself from my past that I don't like. And I, I have struggled with it with the last, like, you know, since I've been just so fulfilled with my life and my work and everything that I do, it's been really difficult to let go of how much I didn't like myself for so long. And right. when you think about not liking yourself and what type of life you have when you don't like yourself versus when you have such a fulfilling life, even, you know, we were just talking about it earlier today, like how busy we are and just how we have to even carve carve the podcast out for to work for us. But, you know, I finally feel like I love myself and I feel like self-love is so, so important and people don't talk about self-love in my circles enough, I don't feel like. And, um, right. Yeah, and it's yeah, just... Yeah, that's definitely something... Oh, sorry to cut you off. That's definitely something that you really... I've watched your journey and take that journey of really finding out who you are and loving that and... It is so important, especially being an indigenous woman from mm -hmm. Red Lake Reservation, mm -hmm. where there's not much opportunity, poverty, um, depression level, just being oppressed as a race and as a woman, being able to love yourself is real difficult and taking those steps to, you know, be happy with who you are and what yeah. you're doing is huge. I was writing this thing earlier today and I said you'll never feel more fulfilled than when your life affects somebody in a positive way or multiple people in a positive way and I feel like my education and you know just what I do for work and all of these different things don't just benefit me in my life but it benefits the people that work with culture history and language so I think it's just so cool to see like what my education does for other people and I think that you know having a 3.9 GPA has been a struggle because it's been like I'm trying to get myself into the the graduate school program you know the graduate school that I want to get into not for me but for like who can what Ojibwe students are and indigenous students are going to benefit from my education so that's been a really really great journey to be on I, I I am so stressed out all the time but I'm also like happy every day in the middle of all of this because I'm like this has purpose this this affects somebody in a positive way and so it's been a journey and it's right. but it's it's all good stuff I'm very very blessed to say that I finally love myself and I'm finally like learning to let go of being embarrassed of who I used to be and being in that place where I'm just like, wow, I, I did not like myself when I was 18. I did not like myself when I was 21. And now I'm like, wow, I love myself. So anyway, yeah. just like changing that dynamic of thinking is so important for women, I feel like. Yeah, and as a society, like being a woman and just being a young adult, as an example, the validation that is trying to be like, you know, found from others Mm -hmm. It's so different when you actually can validate yourself and know who you are and what you're doing and what your purpose is. And that's always been the key with being an individual, like being okay with 
what you've done in the past and letting go and not letting people question that. You know, you've been put through challenges where people have questioned that. I mean, you come out of high school and you, let's be honest, like you really didn't care about school. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't have to talk about so much tragedy and what, you know, has happened in your high school years, but looking back and you've had to overcome people doubting you because of who you were. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we don't have to mention what your GPA was in high school, but now you're getting a 3.9 at a university. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, when you were looking for scholarships, you know, you're like, I can do this, and you're writing for these grants and all these different things, and really believing in yourself is huge. Mm-hmm. And I think that's most important as a woman, and just figuring out who you are is really just validating yourself, knowing who you are, and not letting people question you. Like, my mom tries to tell me that all the time. Like, you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Don't let people question your character. And that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone, like, questions who I am yeah. and what I care about. Yep. I know that's me too. I feel like I get very defensive and I'm like, you don't know what I'm capable of. Like, watch me, you know, go conquer this new <laughs> thing with the 18 other things that I do in a day. And But I feel like when we both started undergrad, um one thing that was for certain was that we always supported each other like we always had each other back each other's back excuse me we were always like how do you cite an APA you know or how do you cite MLA oh. that sounds like crazy now right but like <laughs> yeah I'm calling you at 11 p.m because they were do at midnight like hey can you help me write half of this like, oh my god we were crazy um, we just like were babies we didn't even though I, I'm four years older than you I mean like I still was like I don't know how to do that but yeah I feel like we always supported each other and we were just always like very very cognizant of the stress that we were both undertaking as you know you were a division one athlete at the University of Denver at that time nobody had ever from Red Lake High School had ever done that and so I just think that like you had such high levels of pressure on you and then I had pressures of like people not believing in me so we both went into this four-year degree with like obstacles faced right from the get-go and it was just it wasn't like we just both started undergrad and we're like oh yeah we're just we're here it's like no it was like Grace White at the University of Denver and then it's like all Serena's like in school and like (laughs) I had to take out loans because I couldn't get a scholarship like I my I just didn't qualify for anything and now I operate under full scholarships I don't take out loans and I operate you know without any any I don't have to take out any more loans that I had to for the first three years and it's so cool being fully funded because it's like wow I put that dream into practice with hard work and just dedication to everything but yeah so it's such a huge investment in yourself right you're like well in the beginning just going through getting your generals you're like this is so much work you know Mm -hmm. I remember going into the University of Denver and thinking, I don't know how to email my professor. Like, what a thing that is. You know, I wrote maybe one paper that I can remember. Sure, there was, like, little short papers and stuff, but I don't even remember writing a real, real paper where you had to cite sources and there wasn't any leeway. There was just complete, you know, deadlines of things and having to read a syllabus. Like, I feel we were both set back from the high school that we come from which to tell the people we're from a small 
public school that's located on the Red Lake Reservation that has, my graduating class is like 23. Mine was 26. Under 30. Yeah, like under 30. We, our high school is 100% Ojibwe student body. So we didn't go to a school with like, you know, Caucasians, African-Americans, Latinas, like we went to school with, I mean, I think like the most diversity was like maybe a Dakota, Lakota from like a different tribe who's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, w- like maybe like once in like seventh grade. <laughs> I don't know, but it's just. Yeah, there might have been some strays that showed up, but it really didn't last long. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, look at this new kid. And then where did he come from? <laughs> Minneapolis? And like. He's gone the next two weeks because he's just surrounded by babies. <laughs> I know. Poor, poor, poor students. But since um, they kind of got to know a little bit about, you know, our schooling and kind of what you do and what we've kind of overcome, should we tell them about one of our favorite memories together? <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you want to start with? One of my favorites, I just recently went to get a slushie and all of a sudden I remembered... So we, me and Serena took this trip out of nowhere. She hits me up like a week before. She's like, yo, do you want to go to Gallagher Nation, which is located in New Mexico? It's one of the biggest powwows in Indian country. And she's like, hey, like, do you want to go with me? I'll get a plane ticket right now. Like, I'll fly to Denver and we can drive from there. We can just take your car. You can meet from class, etc." And I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Like, I was there a couple of years. And like, yeah, let's go. I ended up getting, like, the flu, like, <laughs> double flu. I had a sick cold. I was puking in the morning before we left. And um, she gets out. Like, I pick her up. We drive straight. How many hours was that? Like, up to seven? I think it was, like, eight. Or, I don't even remember. But we get there, and we pull up to Sonic. <laughs> and I don't know what she said that was funny. I don't even know what we were laughing at. But <laughs> I couldn't breathe through my nose. And I take a drink of my nurse slushie, and just, I start laughing, and it explodes everywhere, like, there's probably some snot in it, and she's like, what are you doing, it was red slushie, I'm pretty sure she was wearing a white shirt, and I got it everywhere, all over the car, and, and, and then remember the sonic like person comes up and like knocks on the windows like you need anything else and you just put a thumbs up <laughs> I was covered in slushy I the whole mouthful oh my, oh my god it was I don't know Grace got mad at me a lot because Grace was actually like I thought she was okay and I was just like oh whatever like you know she's just fa- not faking it Grace doesn't fake when she's sick but like I just figured she could, like, push through it because, you know, she's Grace. Like, she can do all things. Calm and cold. cold. It was before pandemic. We didn't know what a pandemic was. And so I was just like, whatever, you're fine. And she would get kind of, like, crabby on certain days because she was just so sick. Like, she was just straight up, like, had the flu. And I was like, why are you being crabby? Like, all, like, mad at you, remember? Yeah, a good time. I'm like, I can't breathe. I'm like, I the whole trip. Yeah, it was like terrible. <laughs> but remember after the I am on a Shinabe um fashion show and your prom was the next day? Oh wow. When you stayed at my um townhouse in Plymouth. Oh, that drive back was insane. <laughs> 
<laughs> so like I left work early to head to Red Lake and I remember my boss at the time wasn't there and I was like a relatively new worker and I left early and I like slowly as I left like I didn't tell anybody I was leaving right so I got kind of nervous and I don't know why but I started to have like anxiety like really bad anxiety and I got this <laughs> And it just, like, got increasingly worse. I was like, what if they fire me? Like, how would I pay my rent? How would I pay for, like, my phone? Like, what's going to happen to me when they fire me and find out? I think even more, even more was led up to the, that, too. I remember, like, your dog was sick or something, and you had to run all over, and I'm like, yo, we need to get back. Like, <laughs> back to Red Lake, and I'm waiting for you, and I'm like, okay. And we get in the car, and mid-rush hour. It's just crazy. There's traffic and construction. And I'm starting to freak out. I was a new driver at the time. And I was like, okay, where am I going? I'm like, I'm meeting you directly. And I didn't want to be on my phone. There was so much start and stop. And she's sitting there not saying anything. And I'm like, hey, can you talk to me? Like, I'm freaking out. Like, I'm pretty sure I got hit by a I'm like, talk to me. Like, you need to talk to me. And she's sitting there. Just will barely look at me. And I'm like, Yeah, we were like on I-94, what is that, West? Yeah, I-94 West. It was like 4.30 right out of Minneapolis, and it was just like wall-to-wall traffic, and Grace, yeah, you were 17. No, you must have been 18. Yeah. Yeah. Was I 18? Yeah, you were 18, because senior year. Was I 18 this year? Yeah. Yeah, actually I was. Obviously. Also, I, was, I was used to driving, but I think we just linked anxiety because that was a whole different experience. We just, like, bonded on an anxiety level. And, like, Grace was screaming at me. She was like, why won't you talk to me? And I was like, I can't. I was trying to figure out where to go and navigate myself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the music was blasting. It was so loud. It was, like, on full volume. And Grace is like, screaming at me. Just like, you need to tell me where I'm going. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it was great. I, I love that. But... I think the best was, uh, remember when I got sick at the Mandaree Powell? Oh. Do you remember that? It's probably a taco you ate or something. It was so bad. Remember I was just sitting there and I was like, I think I... that was a really good trip too. Yeah, it was. That was a really cool powwow. I actually got to dance a little. I remember I got like... I think I got rained out though one day and I was like, you know, I'm just not gonna even go for it. Didn't you drive with your dad all the way there? Yeah, I rode with my dad and stayed at the casino. And I think like I left like my moccasins or something and my cousin took the trip all the way out to bring me them to stay a night and my dad was like, He's driving to bring you <laughs> and I'm like, Oh yeah, he is. He's like Frank, he's like an eight hour drive. I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> my god yeah I know I remember when he brought your moccasins out was it your dress too yeah it was my it was my plumes my mocks and like something else that was essential and like wow and my dad's like you really forgot that like, <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how that happened oh my but god I was just gonna mention you were talking about um, like kind of being sick and the common cold and I was coughing and coughing the other day and 
I just had something in my throat. I didn't have, didn't have a cold or anything. Mm-hmm. I talked about this with my teammates about them being sick. It's like, you cannot have the common cold nowadays. Yeah. Because you cough in the grocery store and people are like psycho looking at you like, no, this is not COVID. Like, can can a girl have allergies? I am. No, dude, I am like the, I am that person. Like somebody at work today was sneezing and I was like, why are you sneezing and get away from me? Because I just, I can't do this. Like it's not my time, (laughs) but no, I, I think that too. I get nervous because I'm like, what if I like had like a stress induced cold? Yeah. Or something. I just wake up sometimes like me and, um, Carrie, she's my best friend. She goes to University of Denver. I'm sure you'll hear about her. Maybe even have her on this podcast. But she, me and her both got sick. And she's like, okay, what's going on? And as athletes right now, our facilities and our universities testing us, we, I think every two weeks you'll take a pool from like your team and like three or four people get tested. And she's like, okay, well, when are you getting tested? And I got tested Wednesday. And she's like, well, I guess we'll both know. And I'm like, no, we do not have COVID. <laughs> and she's like, well, we, we have all the symptoms. Like, I think we both sat out of the practice and, you know, came back in the negative, of course. But the anxiety that you can get with just getting sick nowadays, mm-hmm. like, it just, it's crazy. Yeah, I remember Ashley Jellin, like, posted on Instagram about, like, legit thinking she had COVID and was just like, you guys need to wear your masks. Like, I just thought I had COVID for, like, days. And I got tested for COVID, like, in August before I went out and saw Mikey for his birthday. And I, like, wasn't around anybody. Like, my lifestyle hadn't changed since, like, March. And I was, like, so shook. I was, like, what if I have it? If I have it, like, who have I infected? Like, it was just such a moment. And I'm just, like, now I'm, like, I don't want to live in fear anymore. I'm so sick of it. I'm yeah. over it, you know? That's true. I mean, when we first started quarantining in March and our conference tournament got canceled, I went back home and I stayed at my grandma's house and we were wanting to see my friends and stuff, but all she had on was the news. We sat there and watched the news <laughs> for hours a day talking about COVID, the pandemic, and all the numbers rising, how serious this was. I remember watching videos of people talking in Italy, and I'm just shook, like, this is the apocalypse, like, this is it, like, <laughs> we're, we're done for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember being so anxious for months just about it and worrying about it, and then I'll go through a phase where I was okay and then worry about it again, and it's like, no, I'm just trying to be okay with daily living and doing what I need to do. Yeah. Staying safe myself. Yeah, I feel like I'm doing way better. I feel like I am getting back into a routine of, like, where I'm, like, finding my happiness and I'm finding, you know, like, just, excuse me, gross. I'm just finding, like, things that, I'm finding things that make me feel normal and that I can get done before a vaccine comes out because if a vaccine comes out in March or April or whatever, then, like, we will still that time will have still passed and like what can we do in the meantime to like settle our minds and so I'm like let me just get through this semester and next semester and stuff but I feel like we should tell them what we well, what do we want them to know like what do we want them to know about our upcoming podcast well 
there's just going to be, I feel like, a lot of content you can come here for. I feel like we'll cover a lot. I mean, we've talked in our conversations, Carrie, so much controversial topics in depth when we do talk. Like, right now, we're just having a normal conversation. We've hit the pandemic. We've hit stress. <laughs> we've hit school, you know, degrees, education. Um, I know that I definitely want to talk about, like, the journey of being an indigenous woman and just being an Ojibwe from Red Lake Reservation and the fact that we both share that background and we're both on two different journeys that, you know, serve somewhat the same purpose of helping our people, Mm -hmm. I feel like is pretty important. And for the followers, you know, like family that will tune in and just updates on me because it's really hard to have some type of social life when you're always worried about you know keeping yourself mentally sane so i mean we'll cover more of the pandemic basketball updates maybe relationships um advice on life who knows how people get with their lives but yeah well i feel like since you're gonna be my maid of honor in my wedding with ashley i feel like i feel like we'll probably talk about you know what it's like prepping to get married and just a lot of like because I'm four years older than you, so I feel like where I'm at in my life is a little bit different than where you're at, just based on the four-year age difference. No, but I think that what a lot of people who are just meeting us don't really know about us is, like, we've been through so much together that just solidifies a bond till death, you know? Like, it's just such a deep bond that, like, we lost my dad and Grace's grandpa, And then five years later, we lost Grace's brother and my nephew. And then we went through a pandemic. And it's just, like, so much in such a short period of time where it's, like, those things that you go through and those traumas that you go through together and grow through together. Right. It's, like, me and Grace always have a back-and-forth conversation about, like, how, you know, I lost my dad when I was 15 and she lost her brother when she was 16. And... Freshly turned 17. Freshly turned 17. And we just have that connection of like, we just understand each other's traumas. And I think that's why our conversations flow the way they do is because me and your energy is just so connected. But I think that, um, yeah, it's a really strong bond. And I think that's why it's so cool that we're doing a podcast because we can like, you know, expose our conversations and our lifestyles to, um, you know, just the people that want to listen. And I feel like I really enjoyed podcasts and Grace, Grace doesn't even listen to podcasts, but like, I've been hey, like, I've listened to a few. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get more and more into them. When I do listen, I'm very intrigued. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I listen to them all the time when I'm like doing the dishes and when I'm cleaning and when I'm like getting ready for the day. But I've just been really into them since we've had like less like social contact. So, um, I really enjoyed them, but I feel like as the weeks progress, we'll stop having such bad technical difficulties because Grace is on Zoom right now because we couldn't get her remotely connected, but... <laughs> yeah, that, that was a... Uh, it's been a tough time getting set up, but we're finally getting things rolling, and I've been meaning to start a blog, so this is kind of taking me through the route of what it really takes to set up something that involves the people and the content that you're displaying, how to talk. I think we've ran through a couple talks already and we've had to go back and like do 
you said something that was maybe a little bit sensitive and being aware of an audience and just speaking freely at the same time is going to be something interesting. Um, I was also going to say another topic, just to talking about this trauma and stuff and just how we're coping. I feel like mm-hmm. people are on the same page of mm-hmm. coping and how people are staying mentally healthy. Like we all have our downfalls and bad days, good days. I think coping is huge with just getting through life. And if you could play our podcast for 30 minutes and take something from it or even learn something about an Ojibwe or learn a little technique of whatever we're doing, right. I think it would be cool for our followers. Yeah, I think so too. And we have been doing a lot of like health um, changes to our lives. We've been really trying to keep our skin good. We've been trying to keep our just mental health in a good place. So I think that's a big part of coping. But um, yeah, I think we got a That's pretty good. That was really good. But anyway, guys, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we will be back next Thursday with more content. And... I think that was good.